You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome once again to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Andy and I'm joined by James. Hello. Hello, my friend. How are you? Very good. How are you, Andy? Yes, mate. I'm all right. I'm battling on like the soldier that I am. Proper soldier. Daddy's little soldiers had tummy ache. I thought you weren't going to talk about this. That's why I was being quite coy. I wasn't, but then I realised that I sound different. <laughs> I, sound, I sound tired and I am. Andy's had a tummy upset. Daddy's little soldier. <laughs> Battling on. Let's not go I'm into in, detail anyway. No, I'm an embarrassment. But anyway, we're uh, we're here to catch up and talk about our... It says Derby fixture with Middlesbrough. It's not a Derby, is it? <laughs> well, they're in Yorkshire. <sighs> yeah, they, they are. But we're West Yorkshire. They're North Yorkshire. Well, we're North Yorkshire. Now they're Cleveland, Teesside, whatever they are. I don't class them as a Derby. I don't. I don't think their fans do either. With the greatest respect, they've been absolutely bugger all to me. I don't care about Middlesbrough. Before we dive into this, should we mention Beer Elsa again? Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with that. What, they're hitting loads of boozers? Yeah, so Beer Elsa, the beer that we've uh, released in conjunction with Taylor Beers, um, that's now in over 20 pubs across uh, the Leeds area. Go on, Beer. James has been a very clever boy and put the locations on the website. Um, and if you get there and it's not in that pub, then uh, unlucky. <laughs> so you might remember our last game against Borough at home. It was a 4-0 battering. Click scored that wonderful goal that swirled in from just outside the box. Um, does that does that count as a goal from a corner? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, we'll take it because we don't score that many from them. So yeah, we'll have that. I know, I know we've scored them since, but at the time it felt like a long time. Yeah. Well, so uh, let's, let's cling on to that one. Yeah, definitely. Woodgate, um, their manager and our ex-player, uh, had a chat with Bielsa at the end of the game. And didn't they shortly go on some sort of wild run after that where he got manager of the month? I'm sure they did. Yeah, I think uh, maybe, hopefully we'll batter him again tonight and then Woody could have another run, but I think he might get the axe if they lose tonight. Yeah, I would have thought so. I was. I, put- said, that, I said that last time. <clears throat> I was putting that, um, that wild run down to the... Uh, wisdom whisper from Bielsa and maybe you know if uh, after tonight's game they'll go on another run after this but I think if we um, bury them at home it'll be the end of Jonathan Woodgate you're right that as well because Woody's uh, moved to play abroad hasn't he so he might speak the lingo might he quite possibly probably not his uh, 
he's not the smartest of blokes, is he, Woody? According to Andy, just to caveat that. Well, didn't it, wasn't his nickname the Village Idiot? It was, yeah. Oh, there you are. So our head-to-head against them, uh, games won 39, drawn 29 and lost 32. Uh, of- Wait a minute. Does that mean this is our... This is some quick maths. Our, is this our 101st game against them? Uh, 39 plus 29 plus 32. Yeah. Yeah, it is. 101st. Mate, look at that. If Leeds that have a go countdown, sign me up. <laughs> You took me by surprise with that maths, to be honest. I thought, nah, Andy can't be right. Mate, I read it earlier online. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you weren't doing that live. Uh, So Borough have only won one of their last 11 games, um, but our form's been fairly similar up until the last couple of games, so... Maeve said that, it puts the dread of Leeds that into me, that we're going to have a struggle tonight, especially as we've... uh, found out that we're missing Mr Phillips that's a concern there's a lot of pressure on Middlesbrough to to do well at home there always is against Leeds and I think the fans will be on their back if uh, if they you know if Leeds score a goal do you know what I retract my previous statement James why is that because every time Berardi this is a such a jinx here every time Berardi comes in and plays at centre half he is an absolute barnstormer yeah stop saying this said it <laughs> It's Ben White in that holding role, but do you know what? He did all right against uh, Reading from uh, from memory. <laughs> well, speaking of the team, then obviously there's been a couple of changes. Um, Jean Kevin Augustin's not on the bench. Phillips yeah. Phillips has obviously not recovered from his uh, calf injury as well. What's happened to Ian Provider? The Ian Provi- Ian the Provider Provider, as Tim Bresnan eloquently calls him. No idea. What I don't get is why would you get him in and give it number seven shirt and then not have him anywhere near? Like, I know that a number is only a number, but it's got a lot of meaning, that number seven shirt, especially to fans who've been going and following for a long, long time. It's got a real sentiment to it. Some greats have worn that number. You can only think they're just going through the um, Bielsa conditioning and maybe they're a couple of weeks off. Like, Augustine's injured, isn't he? He's got a minor injury. Um Provider is troubling. It looks it looks raw and ready from the small bits I've seen. We'll see. Oh, will we? Who knows? Keep an eye on the under twenty threes if you want to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So opposition forum this week is oneborough.co.uk. You can do this one, Andy. You're you've been crying out to do a northeast accent. Mate, I'll sound like a Geordie and I'll get hammered for it. That's fine. We don't have any Geordies. We don't have any Geordies or Tainsiders listening to this, do we? Looks like a drubbing on paper, but it's also the type of game where I can imagine our players raising their game for once. That's too Geordie, that. It's fine. I'd accept a 5-0 defeat (laughs) if it brought the end of the Woodgate regime. 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 You can't say regime in a Geordie accent, can you? Regime? Regime. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of aubergine. You've just got to put an exclamation on the end of everything. Make it sound like you're asking a question every time you say something. 
So yeah, they're going to be. Uh, they're, <laughs> I, I tried to find one that was kind of like fairly measured and and said sort of. Uh, yeah, you know, I think we'll do all right. We might get, but literally, no one on their forum thinks thinks Borough are going to win. So uh, or, or get anything out of the game and think they're just going to get pummeled by us. But that's the kiss of death for us, isn't it? That's when we become complacent. Yeah. I, I just, as I say, I just hope we turn up and I hope we can deliver. I'd, take, I'd bite your hand off for 1 0 now. 1 0 every game to end the season, just get ticked. Referee for today's game, uh, thanks ever so much to El Loco Joe, Joe Bedford on Twitter. So, Gavin Ward, he's refereed us twice already this season a home win versus Blackburn, where he awarded us a penalty, and an away win versus Huddersfield. Uh, he refereed us three. Sorry, mate. Is he, the one, is he the one that looks like a kid? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he is. Let me have a look quickly. So he reffed, us th- he reffed us three times last season, all the way from home. The 2-1 lost to Stoke, where he sent Pontus off for two yellows. The second was for falling over and punching the ball away, which was ridiculous. Yeah, it looks like a kid. Yeah, that kid sent Pontus off. And uh, the away he also refereed the away win against Reading uh, 3-0. And the 3-2 loss to Ipswich, but we, we've just written that out of our... Uh, erased that, sorry, from our memory. Joe Bedford, I'm really sorry I can't multitask. I'm sure that that information's great. When I listen back, I'll appreciate it more. However, I'm currently looking at pictures of Gavin Ward, right? <laughs> and to summarise, he either looks looks like a child or he looks like a really petulant PE teacher. Yeah, he probably dishes out report cards rather than yellow cards, doesn't he? So he's refereed eight Leeds games, five wins, uh, no draws, three losses, shown 17 yellows and one red, uh, given three penalties... Uh, and zero against us probably kiss of death as well refereed Borough six times they've won three times drawn two lost one shown six yellows and one red that's quite a big difference in yellow cards us versus them sorry mate I'm not looking how tall he is (laughs) right let's move on prediction time well where are you watching the game Andy I reckon he's about five foot you still on Gavin Ward yeah where are you watching this game? Where will you be watching Gavin Ward? I'll be watching him on my sofa. Your Sky then, TV in it? Yeah, I'm going to get some binoculars so I can see him if he's as small as I predict. I, ca- I cannot watch on Sky TV. I don't know what it is. Some LUTV in it tonight. Do you not have a subscription? No. Well, there you go. That's why you can't watch on Sky TV. If I, ref- I don't want a subscription to Sky. Yeah, can't fault you, mate. I'm just one of these mugs who has it. I um, bet you're paying about £100 a month as well, aren't you? Incorrect, mate. As far as they're concerned, I've been married three times and got 12 kids. <laughs> Every time it comes to renewal, I don't know from Sky's listening. Every time it comes to renewal, I blag them and say, got to leave, she's pregnant again. Again? <laughs> again? Yeah, yeah. I uh, get, need to get a new hobby, don't I? <laughs> Banter. Um, so, yeah, I get it on a decent-ish deal. Play the system. But yeah, I'm watching it on my sofa. I'll be watching it on LUTV, as always. We were meant to be watching together, weren't we? But you were scared of my lurgy. Yeah, I was scared of the smell more than anything. Mate, I've, I've, I've watched. I, well, yeah. I, well, no, that's not guaranteed, is it? I'm not just sat on my sofa defecating, mate. I've got a toilet. It's not 1800s anymore. Mm. Predictions. Yes. 2-0 uh, Leeds United. 2-0 bold. No goals conceded. No, nope. uh, I think Berardi will have a decent game. Kiss of death. I think Ben White is going to do well. Even though I kind of said I, he worries me early in that position, but I remember 
a little bit of the Reading game and I thought he did well when he moved into Phillips' position. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll win 2-0. I think we'll we'll do well. I do worry about some of their some of their players, but I just think we'll have too much and to do it tonight. I think it was an end at Reading one. Then you had four passes inside our area. I think we'll just shut them out again. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think uh, the thing with Ben White is he's adaptable, isn't he? It's, it's taking him time to, to get into that role, but he'll be fine. He's such a good footballer that three or four games he'll be, he'll be spot on. So I don't think we'll notice a difference today. And what are you reckoning? Uh, I reckon 2-1 leads. I think uh, Bur- Burra's always a, a one of those games for me and you just never know going to Riverside. Um, we should, by all accounts, win this by a, a massive score difference but I think 2-1 um, and I'd be happy with that to be honest Do you remember Bamford got a hat-trick against us playing four Middlesbrough Yeah at the uh, Riverside I'd like it if he could do that for us That'd be lovely wouldn't it Yeah Twitter predictions they're saying 89% win 6% draw 5% Borough win uh, Barney says Borough on another poor run Borough couldn't handle us at home I think it will be the same tonight and Andrew has said, where is the don't jinx it option? Yeah, I'm I'm sort of in his camp. I don't really like to say that we're going to hammer them because I don't think we will. Do you know one thing we've not spoken about? What's that? Calvin Phillips in England. Yeah, that's true. I had a look in my Skybet account and I put a bet on him to be in the uh, England team. This time last year I put it on. Did you? Yeah, and it's got until summer of this year. What, to get into the squad for the Euros or just to be, make an appearance or what? To get into the England squad. Uh, by July 2020 it says what did you win? not a lot I only put a few quid on milky bars on you? it was more like put the bet on thinking yeah I'm going to be right don't care what uh, money I get out of it just like yeah he is going to play for England and then I can turn around to everyone who's not a Leeds fan and say see told you I put a bet on this yeah do you know what though I, I hope I hope you're wrong because you don't want him to be on England duty and get injured in our title race correct yeah I'm in that camp as well if I lose my bet, I don't care. I'd like him to get called up as soon as we've uh, done the business or failed to do the business just as, <laughs> just as soon as it's done. You know what I mean? <laughs> Preferably not failing. Yeah, that's that's the prefer- preferable option. Um, what's your word for tonight then, Jim? Bon Jovi was on Talk Sport, wasn't he? And he was talking about Patrick Bamford, which was pretty odd. And uh, so my word is prayer. As in living on a prayer. Oh, okay. But what I mean is, I don't think Burr have got a, a prayer of beating us oh. tonight. And uh, and that's it. Pretty cheesy, oh. but there you go. I like it. You've put more thought on it to, to my word. Andy, please tell me, what is your word? Sloppy. Sloppy Giuseppe. I'm hoping that we're not sloppy, and I'm hoping that I'm not sloppy. Oh, no one wants to hear that. That's the word. Right, we'll be back uh, after the match for our post-match thoughts. Why, I pet it's finished. 1-0 at the Riverside. I don't know what that was. I think it was a 1-0 win, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Happy with that? Very happy with that. 
very, very happy because it was a, a scrappy match and sloppy, some would say, which was your word. Yeah, I said I didn't want it to be sloppy, so maybe I didn't get the memo. Leads that. We uh, we performed well, though, I feel. It, it, to say it was sloppy, I think we dominated. They, they looked a side full of desperation, I think. Is that fair to say? I think so, yeah. Um, we were dominant again. Nowhere near as good as we have been, but still, it was a it was a good performance. Just sloppy in parts, and there might be multiple reasons for that. I think it's hard to play your game and be dominant when a team is that desperate and charging at everything. And they were they were like a little team of Jack Russells that didn't have a clue what they were doing. They just seemed to be putting in a lot of unnecessary effort just chasing things down and not getting much for it and then when they did make something it was poor do you know one thing we didn't touch on in the pre-match pod was that they've got about this is how stupid the money is in football how British Omolonga's worth 15 million quid and Ashley Fletcher's worth 7.5 million quid I'll never know but they had essentially in a modern day market a 22.5 million pound pair of strikers they weren't on the pitch at the same time but still that's ludicrous yeah it's yeah to be to be 21st in the table and have that much money spunked on rubbish yeah it makes you think doesn't it like what would they be like under Bielsa those sort of players is it a managerial thing or is it player but equally yeah there's a lot of overvalued tripe around yeah because if you're a, if you're a manager Middlesbrough are a team you'd probably want to manage because of the chairman they've got who does let the managers spend money historically backs his managers so I don't really know why it's going bad for them I'm glad it is but I don't quite get it they looked poor they looked like they were relegation fodder yeah prediction wise we both said we'd win it wasn't as convincing as we probably thought if Patrick Bamford had found the net it would have been 2-0 like I said should have been three, really. He had two chances. I don't know how his first one's a poor header. He thinks he's offside, and second one, I've got no idea how he's not scored it. It's so hard, isn't it? Because some people really go to town on Bamford. We we don't because we're not like that. Uh, if I'm honest, but there are times where you just think, bloody hell, how how has he not scored? Like it is unbelievable. He's he's a he's a he's a great footballer. He's just n- not the best goal scorer, and but you, he, he you, but you he hope can it, finish for fun. Yeah, but you just—why is it not coming? There's a reason for it, and I don't want to dwell on it too much because we've we've won, and like I said before, you got to enjoy the victories. But if you just hope it's not going to cost us. We were—I mean, we were chatting during that game, and we we had one eye on the uh, the Fulham match, and Mitrovic missed a penalty in the 89th minute. But then he scored in the ninety fourth, and he's one of those that's just prolific. Do you know what I think it is about Bamford? I think I've worked it out. Go on. He's too chilled out. He's not aggressive enough. If he'd shown aggression, that second one, he'd have, he'd have won it. He'd have won the ball and scored. But he, he was like, oh yeah, I'm probably going to score it. I'd try again. Oh yes, I'm probably going to score this one. And then just got bullied out of it, which is strange because. The rest of his play is quite a 
bully just when it comes to the final bit I don't get it it's like he's had some relaxants before the game I don't know you are a big fan of the referee weren't you Andy oh he was outstanding <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was just small or really far away he had a shocker didn't he he let a lot go which we should have had two for- penalties we should have had two penalties yeah but what he did do is he let a lot go which probably helped us because um, there were some challenges flying in Berardi made a beautiful what looked like a leg breaker um, so he did let it flow a bit but you're right there's two two times I reckon we should have had penalties maybe third actually that bit a bit because the, the, uh, the commentator on Sky Danny Gabadon said it's very clever by Clayton he's pushed Harrison while he's shooting well that's a foul isn't it a push yeah I would say that's a foul yeah especially in the area as he's shooting he went he just pushed him to put him off balance in my book and I'm pretty sure by the letter of the law that that's, that's a foul and a penalty but yeah the first one in the first half on Costa in fact I think Clayton was at penalties for all of them wasn't he yeah he's dirty yeah that's the second time uh, Pablo's been taken off. Is there anything we need to read into that? He's just a little bit out of sorts, isn't he? What is uh, interesting is he looks really, really frustrated when he's taken off and he looks frustrated on the pitch. He's, uh, I don't know if it's his old age creeping in, but he's starting to complain a lot, isn't he? Well, I've noticed, I was trying to watch it a bit closer this time because I've noticed that as well. And he gets so many like little niggles off the ball where people, players are trying to wind him up. And I think it's just a, a, a means to try and stop him because he is so good. And when you actually look at the grand scheme of things in that game, he had that chance that hit the post that came back out. He eventually got the ball, played it through to click and we scored. So, you know, he had a massive influence on the game. But I do feel like, yeah, he doesn't get a decision. He moans at the ref and he, he sort of dwells on that a bit too much but equally players just take a pop at him and, and wind him up oh mate I still think he's one of the best players in the championship on his day by, by a distance if not the best player in the championship on his day but he's uh, he just seems a little bit petulant Pablo the petulant at the minute don't know Who's, uh, who do you think was standout performers then James leading up to your man of the match please mate standout performers ooh I know um Berardi had a bit of a wild tackle, but I thought he was sturdy all game. I thought he was really good. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. And I think uh, Stuart Dallas. Stuart Dallas was just brilliant. And uh, you mentioned it earlier on to me uh, over chat that he, he he's potentially up there as a player of the season. Like you say, he's gone under the radar, but he's he's always good. Like you chuck him in any position, and he can do it. I'd say get him up front. Would you? Well, I've got nothing to lose. Put the Cookstown Cafu up front. You likened him to an old hero of uh, Leeds United, didn't you? Yeah, he reminds me of uh, of Andy Hughes, I suppose, from the League One campaign. Just put him anywhere. I think you'll put Dallas in the sticks and he'd probably do a decent job. I think if you... uh, He'd probably catch it when it comes in. Oh, mate. Yeah, less said about some of those, the better. (laughs) Um, I think you described Kiko's Hollywood at one point. During the game tonight, his feet yeah. were higher than his head. Just catch it. He's he's a, a different breed, isn't it? Yeah, I love him though. He's, I love him. There's something there's something wild and frustrating, but wild and lovable about him. He certainly keeps you on your toes, doesn't he? And he he's kept us in games. You know, he he made a good save, didn't he? That one he tipped over the bar in the second half. Yeah, I think that will go over anyway, won't it? But, nah, shut up. We've got to be nice about him. 
it was a great save. Well done, Kaiko. Yeah, exactly what I thought. Go on then. Who's, who's made it as your man of the match then? Uh, man of the match, I'm going Stuart Dallas. He had a really good game. He, did, he barely put a foot wrong. Fair. I can't, I can't argue with that, but I'm going to give it to somebody else. <laughs> so I suppose I am arguing. Uh, but before I get to mine, I want to uh, give a big shout to the wing player tonight. I thought the interchanging was refreshing to see. I don't think we've seen too much swapping and running around, but Costa and Harrison seem to be everywhere tonight. At one point, I think there was uh, Dallas, Costa, Hernandez and Harrison in like a line of four of them. So it's like technically four wingers just going at poor old Johnny Alston, who's who's a centre midfielder all day long, playing it right back and you're kind of going, that's outrageous. But my man of the match for the second game running is Matthias Click. Yeah. Obviously, he got the goal, but he, his work rate, his desire, his his movement, the way he plays the ball, his stamina, his hair. He's just a good egg, isn't he? He is a his good br- egg. His breakdancing. Um, and he, he, he's one of these who's really bought into being Leeds. You can see when he scored, how he celebrated his little fist pumps. He absolutely loves and relishes playing at Leeds United. And long may that continue, because I think he's one of the players, if we do make the step up, can hack it fairly well. Um, he's shown it on the international stage that he's, he's, he's a top, top player. I, I completely agree. It was very very well put, Andy. I think as well in the week they were talking about him covering 12 kilometres a game, something like that, stats-wise, and intense running at like a, a kilometre a game. So, yeah, his work rate is unbelievable. Final word to summarise. How are you feeling? Fatigue. I'm feeling tired, personally, after uh, being poorly. Well, oh, me. God. But Tiny you know violin. This is it, mate. But... One thing I'd said to you in the messages earlier was I thought there's about a five, ten minute spell just before Middlesbrough gassed. I thought we look a bit drained here. And we started being uncharacteristic and playing silly balls and just oofing it, which one us and it wasn't working because we were playing it around on the deck so well. I was hoping that fatigue doesn't kick in. It's easy for everyone to get carried away with three wins and three clean sheets on the, on the bounce but we've got another big game on Saturday against Hull and we need to go there and we need to beat them I'm just hoping that that early kickoff from a late night Wednesday we don't show any signs of uh, being tired yeah you'll hope um, that Calvin Phillips comes back and he's had a game rest so fitness wise he should hopefully uh, help us stand firm in that game so we'll see um my final word pleased I'm pleased we beat Borough away they're normally just funny results aren't they I went to it last season when Calvin Phillips scored that late uh, late equaliser it's like 106th minute it's been ridiculous uh, it's like the latest goal we've ever scored wasn't it it's a bit daft yeah yeah and it and it's nice to not just be having to clamber for a result and actually come away with something fairly confidently so yeah pleased Excellent. <laughs> well, I think that's just summed up the fatigue, on it? Um, visit Leeds that. Go drink some beer, Elsa. Listen to some of those previous pods. We've got some quite good interviews if you uh, don't like the match day pods. So head head to them. Give them a whirl. 
and uh, we'll see you on the flip side see you at Hull Podcast Network.